Hello, this is your daily dose of news from On Manorama. I'm your host Vishnu and these are the major news stories of Wednesday, January 3, 2024. In a relief to the Adani group, the Supreme Court refused an SIT probe into the stock price manipulation allegations against the Indian corporate giant. The ongoing wrestling crisis in India took a new twist after hundreds of junior wrestlers launched fresh protests against Bajrang Punia, Sakshi Malik and Vinesh Fogat. Israel stepped up bombardment of Gaza after killing of Hamas leader in Lebanon. Rescuers raced against time in search for survivors in Japan after powerful quakes left at least 65 dead. PM Modi received an enthusiastic welcome at the BJP organized women's convention in Kerala Thrissur. Let's get into the details. In a relief to the Adani group, the Supreme Court on Wednesday refused to transfer the probe into the allegations of stock price manipulation by the Indian corporate giant to a special investigation team and directed market regulator SEBI to complete its probe in two pending cases within 3 months. holding that the court must refrain from substituting its own wisdom over the regulatory policies of the Securities and Exchange Board of India a bench headed by chief justice dy chandrachud said the facts of the case do not warrant a transfer of investigation from the sebi the apex court noted that sebi has completed 22 out of the 24 investigations into the allegations leveled against the adani group it also rejected the reliance placed by one of the petitioners on the organized crime and corruption reporting project report to suggest that sebi was lackadaisical in conducting the investigation The top court delivered its verdict on a batch of petitions on the Adani Hindenburg Row over allegations of stock price manipulation by the Indian corporate giant. While pronouncing the verdict, the CJI said the SEBI should take its probe to a logical conclusion in accordance with the law. The Adani Group stocks got bludgeoned on the bourses after Hindenburg Research made a litany of allegations, including those about fraudulent transactions and share price manipulation against the business conglomerate. The Adani Group dismissed the charges as lies, saying it complies with all laws and disclosure requirements. One of the PILs had alleged that changes to the Securities and Exchange Board of India Act provided a shield and an excuse for the Adani Group's regulatory contraventions and market manipulations to remain undetected. The ongoing crisis in Indian wrestling took a new twist on Wednesday when hundreds of junior wrestlers assembled at Jandhar Mandir in Delhi for a symbolic 3-hour protest against the loss of one crucial year of their careers, a situation for which they blamed top grapplers Bajrang Punia, Sakshi Malik and Vinesh Fogat. Loaded in buses, the junior wrestlers arrived from different parts of Uttar Pradesh, Haryana and Delhi, catching the police unawares. The security person struggled to control them as they shouted slogans against Punia, Malik and Fogat. Braving cold conditions, the junior wrestlers warned that if the government does not lift the WFI suspension within 10 days, they will start returning their awards. Soon after the election of new office bearers, the Wrestling Federation of India announced the hosting of the under-15 and under-20 nationals in Gonda in UP, but the ministry suspended the body leading to the cancellation of the proposed tournament. Ironically, almost a year back at the same protest site, the top 3 wrestlers had managed to draw huge support for their cause when they called for the arrest of former WFI chief Brijbhushan Sharan Singh, accusing him of sexually harassing women wrestlers. Thousands of people from different sections of society, including farmers groups, social workers, politicians, women's groups and members of the wrestling fraternity, came out to support Sakshi Vinesh and Bajrang. The three are now facing protests from within their community with those assembled at Jandhar Mandir accusing them of ruining their careers. Since January 2023, national camps and competitions have been on hold as the WFI has been suspended twice and an ad hoc panel is running the sport. 
Israeli forces intensified their bombing of the Gaza Strip on Wednesday and told civilians to leave a refugee camp in the north of the Palestinian enclave after the war stretched into Lebanon with the killing in Beirut of the Hamas deputy leader. Israel has neither confirmed nor denied that it killed Saleh al-Aruri in a drone strike in the Lebanese capital on Tuesday. But military spokesperson Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari said Israel forces were in a high state of readiness and prepared for any scenario. The assassination was a further sign that the nearly three-month war between Israel and Hamas was spreading across the region, drawing in the occupied West Bank, Hezbollah forces on the Lebanon-Israel border and even Red Sea shipping lanes. Aduri, who lived in Beirut, was the first senior Hamas political leader to be assassinated since Israel began its offensive against the militant group in response to its deadly rampage into Israeli towns on October 7, 2023. Following Aruri's killing, the UN peacekeeping mission in Lebanon said it was deeply concerned about the possibility of an escalation that could have devastating consequences for people on both sides of the border. Meanwhile, the total recorded Palestinian death toll had reached 22,313 by Wednesday, 128 of them in the past 24 hours, the Gaza Health Ministry said. Japanese rescue workers and canine units searched urgently through rubble on Wednesday ahead of predicted bitter cold and heavy rain in what the Prime Minister called a race against time after powerful earthquakes killed at least 65 people in western Japan. Ishikawa Prefecture and nearby areas were shaken by a 4.9 magnitude aftershock on Wednesday, one of dozens that have followed Monday's magnitude 7.6 Tembla, centered near Noto, about 300 kilometers from Tokyo on the opposite coast. The quake set off tsunami warnings, followed by waves measuring more than 1 meter in some places. The first 72 hours are especially critical for rescues, experts say, because the prospects for survival greatly diminish after that. Relief officials handed over water, blankets, food and other supplies. Search dogs joined military personnel and firefighters trying to find dozens of people who are thought to be trapped, although the exact number is unclear. More than 300 people have been injured, at least 25 of them seriously. Nearly 33,000 people are staying at evacuation centers and some said they were hungry and cold, unable to sleep and afraid. Prime Minister Narendra Modi received a warm and enthusiastic welcome as he arrived in Kerala's Trishur on Wednesday to attend a BJP-organized women's convention. Thousands of people, including fervent BJP supporters, lined both sides of his nearly two-kilometer roadshow from the General Hospital Junction to the venue, creating a vibrant atmosphere. The Prime Minister, who reached Kochi International Airport after launching various projects in Lakshadweep, arrived at the helipad at Kutanalur in a helicopter. Accompanying him in the decorated open jeep were BJP State President K. Surendran, actor-turned-BJP leader Suresh Gobi and State Mahila Morcha President Nivedita Subramanian. During his address, Modi accused the Congress and left parties of neglecting the demand for women's reservation in Parliament and state assemblies. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks for listening to Daily News Tours. Hosted and produced by me, Vishnu Muralitharan, with technical support from IW Studios. Follow www.onmanodama.com for detailed updates on the latest news and be sure to come back tomorrow.